0: You are listening to the Gwinnett Pulse, a podcast from the Gwinnett African American Caucus. This segment contains an interview for a candidate for public office in Gwinnett County. Reproduction, in part or in full, is prohibited without the express written consent of the Gwinnett African American Caucus, Democratic Party of Georgia. Hello. Welcome. And this is the Gwinnett Pulse a podcast from the Gwinnett African-American Caucus, Democratic Party of Georgia, bringing you engaging political news, conversations, stories, and interviews from across Gwinnett County, the state of Georgia, and America that impact the Black community. I'm Kia Clark Crawford. These episodes mark the first episodes of the Gwinnett Pulse podcast, and they happen to come in the form of a series, which comes at a very important time. We'll call this series Choice, Election 2020. That's right, it's election season. And as we navigate these uncertain times, now more than ever, we are seeing the importance of good governance and strong leadership. So it's important that you are informed on the candidates running for office in Gwinnett. And we at GAAC, we can help with that. We are bringing you interviews from Democratic candidates running for Gwinnett offices during the June 9th election. We remotely interview candidates to get their stances on issues that are important to you, the Gwinnett community, as well as issues that are important particularly to Black Gwinnettians. Our goal at GAAC is to unite, connect, and empower. And in order to be empowered, you must be informed. So let's dive in.
1: Justin Walsh is a Democratic candidate for District 3 County Commissioner in Gwinnett County. The following is an interview of Mr. Walsh by Maxine Wheatley, chair of the Gwinnett African American Caucus of the Democratic Party of Georgia. Hello, Mr. Walsh, and thanks for joining me today.
2: Hello, Maxine. Thank you for having me.
1: Now, there are several other Democratic candidates running for District 3 commissioner. What is it about you or your background that sets you apart from those candidates? In other words, why are you more qualified?
2: Well, uh, almost about two years ago, they wanted to do a large rezoning right next to my neighborhood, directly behind it. Um, My neighborhood is about 33 homes, um, almost about one acre per home. They wanted to do I'm going to get the numbers off because it's been a year and a half since I've really talked much about it. They wanted to basically do about five homes per acre back there. Um, Did not fit in the area. I'm not against progress or anything like that, but it just didn't fit the area. Um, So we got together with community members and we fought against it. I got to see how the process worked. I got to step up along with my community. I got to work with the system, work against the system as well, and see see how it is from the side of the podium. And I saw what didn't work, and I saw what really didn't work. I saw very little of what actually worked in favor of the citizens of Gwinnett County. Um, so that gave me an experience, and I wanted to keep going with it. I fought against three more rezonings that happened in our area after that, over the next year. And again, I fought alongside people, our community members. They came to me to, to help me lead certain fights. And I've had a lot of experience dealing with the side of the podium where the everyday citizen is going to be. And I've seen the the leverage is not in our favor at all. Um, the commissioners are much more afraid of the developers. They are much more concerned as to what the developers want. And they're less concerned about what the citizens, citizens of Gwinnett County want. And um, that gave me the experience and showed me that we need actual representation. And that's why I wanted to step up.
1: Thank you so much. Now I'd like to turn to a few questions that may be of particular interest to African-American residents here in Gwinnett. The first concerns the budget and African-Americans. Now among the many important duties of the commissioners is adopting a county budget and authorizing expenditures. The current board recently adopted a $1.84 billion budget for fiscal year 2020. Now, if you are elected as the District 3 Commissioner, what actions or recommendations, if any, would you make to help ensure that African-American businesses and individuals receive fair consideration for and a fair share of the contracts awarded under these county budgets?
2: One of the main things is they need proper representation um, in whatever we do. So that's what's important to help guide us in the correct way to spend every dollar we've got. Um, we need to go through the budget and really go through it. No matter how good the budget ever is, it, we should always go through it with a fine-tooth comb and find out where we're spending too much and see where we need to be spending more. Um, I want to go through the budget and really, really pick at it and find extra money to make sure it's uh, spent in wise investment type ways, not for tomorrow, not for next week, but for years. And that means involving in uh, investing in the uh, African-American communities, small businesses. And personally, I'm very into renewable energies, and I want to see all of those things get the appropriate help that they need. It's not about helping out today or tomorrow. It's about the years to come. Um, I would definitely want, like I mentioned, proper representation, and I would want to meet with the community members. I'm never going to claim to have every answer possible, but I want to talk to the people talk to the community, talk to the people, talk to professionals, and see the best way to spend it. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, here's the best way to spend every dollar. I don't know for sure yet, but when I get in there, I will find the right people to speak to that will help direct where every dollar should go.
1: Now, the next couple of questions involve law enforcement here in the county. In recent years in communities all over the country, there have been incidents in which unarmed blacks have been injured or killed by law enforcement officers. Now, the ones that immediately come to my mind are the incidents in Ferguson, Missouri, and Baltimore. And even here in Gwinnett County last year, two law enforcement officers were fired after assaulting an unarmed black motorist following a traffic stop. Now, if elected, what policies or what recommendations, if any, what do you propose to help prevent additional incidents like these from occurring in Gwinnett County?
2: While the Board of Commissioners don't really have the ability to, we can't make significant changes in that regard, which I would I would love to be able to. What we can do is make recommendations and use the budget or just use our position to make sure uh, that things like that don't happen. It's just not right when it does, and it should not be happening. Um, That's, again, we need to involve the community members and get them to speak up. Uh, A lot of people don't even believe those events actually happen or they believe they're extremely rare, in which they're not. Um, So we need community members as well, along with the position of board commissioner, to communicate this and talk to people and share the experiences. We need to involve the police as part of the solution as well. Um, so it would be talking to the 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 upper people in that in that department to spread it further down amongst all the the police officers and just general employees to make sure that events like that don't happen. and if they do, that they are dealt with appropriately.
1: Okay, thank you. Now, another related question. in many cities and counties in the country, I don't have an exact number but I know that there are a great many locations where there are civilian review boards for law enforcement agencies. What are your thoughts in general about these kinds of boards? And do you believe that there is a place here in Gwinnett for a civilian review board regarding law enforcement?
2: I'm going to be honest. I hadn't heard or thought about that yet, but that is a great idea. We have had review boards done by the police stations themselves, the police departments, or members of the police uh, department, and we see how those turn out. Honestly, uh, usually they favor um, the police officers. We need more of a civilian um, counsel there to be able to review these. I think it gives a different perspective, one that's very necessary.
1: Okay, now let's let's talk for a minute about employment here in the county. As you know, Gwinnett County is quite diverse. I've seen reports that say we are the most diverse county in the southeast, maybe one of the most diverse counties in the country. What, if anything, would you do or recommend to help ensure that all levels of county employment, including at the professional supervisory and management levels are representative of our diverse county and specifically that African-Americans are represented at all these levels.
2: Um, do you mean at the community level, like within the government, or do you mean in general for the county?
1: No, county employment, g- county, county employment, county yes.
2: Okay. Um, for starters, we definitely need to look at the employees we currently have at all levels and see if they've worked out as well as we want. Um, I also feel for replacing those positions when the time comes, it should not be left up to just one person. Um, You know, such as as a commissioner, I would get to choose some people to be on certain boards or part of certain groups. And I would not want to just make that choice myself. I want input from other people as well. And again, I go to the community to find the best people we can have. Um, and I want to say that that will be anybody, and it should be. But we need better representation in our government as well for the African, African-American community. Um, and in order to do that, we need to speak directly with the community. We need to speak with them to see what they're looking for, what they want, what they hope for, what their plans are as well, and build on that. Um, We can't, such as to go back to the police department, we couldn't expect a 100% white police department to represent all members of Gwinnett County very well. Um, It creates a friction in there that we don't want to see. So when we diversify, it causes less friction and people have more, they're more open and have more trust, which makes, you know, government itself, the police department, everything is based on trust. And that's what we need.
1: Now let's turn to a few other issues. In fact, the first issue was, um, it was a big issue last year here in the county, particularly a big issue involving the Board of Commissioners, and that is 287G. And for our listeners who may not know anything about the program, the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency runs it, and it authorizes local law enforcement agencies to detain undocumented residents who are arrested, and then those local law enforcement agencies are authorized to turn those folks arrested over to ICE agents. Now, as I'm sure you know, Mr. Walsh, Gwinnett, County has participated in this program, is participating in this program. What is your position on the 287G program? And would you, if elected, um, recommend the county's continued participation in it?
2: Um, I am against that program. Part of it is the 287G is a redundant program. We already had policy in place, so it it didn't change anything we already had going. in fact, it's it's kind of thinned out our manpower because we need those officers to do this extra job and they were already short-staffed. So it, it it's not actually helping us. Um, certainly, if people are breaking the law, that needs to be taken care of, but the policy is already there. Um, as a board of commissioner, it's not our choice whether or not to have it, but we can make a strong recommendation, which I would, against it. Um, one of the reasonings for it is that um, the prison population has actually dropped since it's been in place um, if you take a look at that it it is generally generally true that the prison population has dropped but it doesn't take in fact other factors that have happened at the same time such as a strong economy caused the prison population to drop as well and then we see a spike in the prison population in 2017 that they the uh, the People for 287G just seemed to ignore. And from there, we saw a spike in 2017, and it still stayed. It dropped further, but not back to where it was before that. So it doesn't sound like the policy is really doing what they actually say it does. Well, so I am against it, and I would strongly recommend not having it. Thank you. I'm, I'm really hoping one of our Democratic sheriffs win, and they will end that.
1: Thank you. Now, the next question is about voting. Now, some people, particularly younger African-Americans, may not be inclined to vote at all. What would you say to those people to convince them that they should vote and specifically that who is elected to the position of district three commissioner should matter to them?
2: At the local level is where you see the most immediate immediate effect on what you do. Um, so board of commissioners have a big effect on what happens in Gwinnett County. All the big projects that you have happen, all the traffic, all the road work, schools. We don't directly deal with the schools, but we have a lot of involvement in them as well. The budget, those things matter and directly affect you. One of the things I would personally love to see is doing, um, m- making the election day uh, a holiday. Open it up for everybody to to take the time, have the time, and be able to go and actually vote. I feel that would make it a lot more accessible to people. Um, But, you know, also take a look at a lot of the other candidates. You see a lot more African-American candidates than you've ever seen before, and that's fantastic. Um, But the only way to actually see change is to either involve yourself or to vote. Uh, Realistically, voting isn't enough anymore. You have to involve yourself but start with voting, see some change, and go from there. Um, If you don't think it makes any difference, then the only way to make it make a difference is to actually vote.
1: Thank you. Now I'd like to give you a few minutes to share anything else that you feel is important for voters here in Gwinnett to know about you and your candidacy for District Three Commissioner.
2: Well, as I mentioned at the beginning, what got me into this was dealing with some of the rezonings in our area. And what I saw was the, the whole process was not in favor of the citizens at all. Um, it's in favor of the developers and people seeking out the rezonings to to turn it around and make money off of it. And this is usually not at the best benefit for the people of Gwinnett County. Um, I want to change that. I want to make it leaning towards the The citizens themselves, the developers, the people who typically turn these things around, they already know what they're dealing with, what they're working with. They're in constant communication with the, the board of commissioners already, the planning commission. they know what's going on. They don't need an extra explanation as to why something is or the breakdown of how certain rezonings are. They already know it. But if you go to the Gwinnett County website, the information on there is not directed towards the everyday citizen. It's done up in complicated terms. You' got to sit there and study all the information you get, and you don't even get it all on there. Um, And one of the other things I want to see is we had to learn a lot in about a two-week period against our rezoning fights. And that was problematic because none of us were experts in it. We dealt with jobs, kids, all that stuff. We were up against people who did it for a living and made a lot of money doing it. They um, They had the opportunity to have legal input from lawyers and everything. Well, we didn't. We couldn't afford it. And I want to work out something where those opposing rezonings have more, more to their arsenal. It's easier to understand what's going on, and they're given information, because otherwise they're just going to lose straight from the start. And it's not about giving them all the wins or making sure none of the rezonings happen, but it's just about balancing the scales more and information is key.
1: Mr. Walsh, on behalf of the Bonnet African-American Caucus of the Democratic Party of Georgia, I'd like to thank you for taking part in today's interview. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in, and make sure you vote in the June 9th election.
2: Thank you very
0: much. Thanks again for joining us and thank you for listening to the Gwinnett Pulse, a podcast from the Gwinnett African-American Caucus. To learn more about the caucus, please visit GwinnettAAC.com.